0: They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Before you listen to this episode, I want to remind you that it's not too late to rate and review the podcast in iTunes and receive one month of free access in the membership so you can be joining us in our upcoming workshop to work with... Emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping, in order to let go of the mom's guilt, leave it to his 2021 and start 2022 with self forgiveness. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are cooperating with the universe. Thank you for being here. I'm very excited. To transition to this new podcast and today we're going to talk about block number two in cooperating with the universe which is being confused on how how to do that how do I do that I'm not a psychic I'm not an energy worker I don't know there is a way first of all so we talked about the last week not last week, last episode, we talked about block number two, number one, which was remembering that it's available to you. The more you remember, the more you see it present in your life. This week, this episode, block number two, it just comes down to asking. Asking to be shown a way. And if you listen to my episode last week and I told you all about our adventure with the um, sur- the dental surgeon and my daughter and how we got the sign and how obvious it was, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't, you can go and listen to that and even after. But what I run into is personally and, and with clients and with people is Asking for a sign, and then how do you know that it's a sign? First of all, when I ask for a sign, I always ask for something obvious. Obvious in my face, like, no doubt. And that couldn't have happened, like, not something that happens every day. Something unusual. So that's... um, One way of doing it, how to do it, make it so that it's obvious, talking to you and in your face kind of sign or guidance. The second way, because now the debate is everything can be a sign. And you will, because of the way that our brain. And the reticular activating system part of our brain which acts like a filter between our beliefs, our inner world, and our conviction and what we see in the outer world to bring coherence between the two, your brain will only notice what you believe. And the rest will be erased because our eyes can see, I think it is, I forgot the, the the exact number but it's at least 100 times if not 1000 times more information than what than what our brain can register. We can see but it won't register in the brain because there will be some sorting that's going to happen there is too much stimuli for the brain to be able to deal with all of it. So some of it is erased and it only takes what's pertinent to us based on what we believe, based on our past references, based on what we're thinking about, etc. So that's where it becomes tricky in the, in with the subject of signs. Unless they're really obvious and in your face, anything can be interpreted as we want it to be. Do you know that? Have you ever experienced that? I know you probably did because I did too. We mold it the way we want it to be, especially if we have to make a decision we don't want to make. So one way of removing that is ask for something obvious and in your face Another way, I'm very big on writing when I work with clients or students or members in my membership, writing and writing in a way where your conscious mind will not get in your way of getting what you need to get from your unconscious mind. And one way of doing that is starting to write with a prompt and Let me give you an example. You need to make a decision for your teenager. Like, I needed to make a decision about changing countries for my son. I wasn't sure if that was the right thing. I would start with, if I knew what to do, I would. Or, the best thing for my son is, And I start writing. Another way you could say, I trust that it is best for my son too. But really one of them is, is I, if I knew what to do, I would. If I knew what to do, I would. And you write whatever is coming to your mind. And the key here is to time yourself for at least five minutes uninterrupted not lifting the pen from paper which means if you have to rewrite actually i have a better prompt for an indecision and confusion what i could do is that's the best one because then ideas will flow and don't lift The pen from the paper, if you have to rewrite 20 times the same sentence, you rewrite 20 times the same sentence until something new comes. If something comes, it doesn't make sense to you, write it in a way. If something comes, seems idiotic, write it in a way. No censoring at all, no stopping at all, and being fully immersed in the exercise, no distraction on the side. Fully spontaneous in the moment with no interruption and no judgment and then see what comes on paper you may be very surprised to have ideas that you didn't think about coming before another way to do it is i pull oracle cards but if if that's not your thing um You grab a book and open it randomly and and preferably, I mean, any book. You can go to a bookstore and just grab a book and open it and say, what do I need to know about this matter? And open and read and pay attention to what transpires for your specific situation from what's on the paper. Even if they speak about something else, there is always a guidance. Or, I remember I got contaminated by hepatitis B back in 2017, and I almost died. And after I, when I started recovering, and I was very angry about the person who contaminated me, who just disappeared and didn't seem to care, I was not able to have the anger come up. And Because of uh, the nature of my experience, it was like grieving. It was my life before happy and my life after happy because I was taking medication and they told me I would be on medication for the rest of my life, which didn't happen because, anyway, I healed after. But that's for another day. That was like a grieving process. And as you know, one of the grieving steps is anger. And I could not access my anger. Until, and I asked my body, and I worked with a friend who worked with uh, techniques that she learned when she was living in Hawaii. She was getting angry and I wasn't. Until a few days later when I woke up in the morning with such anger that it was consuming. I didn't know how I could live like that. I didn't want to stay like that. So I asked The universe, God, please show me what do I have to do with that. I don't want to live like that for the rest of my life. What am I supposed to do? Show me. And the most important thing when you are asking is to stay open to any kind of um, format that this can take. It's like when I was coaching women on dating, I was like, don't be attached to a tall blonde with blue eyes because you may miss your guy. You need to be flexible enough for the universe to deliver the best, highest potential for your highest good and see it, notice it. So on that day, I did a prayer. I said, show me. And I had some leftover credit from Audible, the audiobooks, and I wanted to uh, stop or pause the account. So I said, okay, I'm going to use that before it disappears. And some book that I was not at all resonating with the author, I didn't like her, I never liked her, suddenly I felt the urge to buy that book. I said, okay, strange. Strange but that may be my answer. And I bought it. And I went to the gym and I started listening to the book. And after an hour, I was back to inner peace. The anger had been processed through my body and out through listening to the guidance in that book. So had I been more... Had I, been, had I been unflexible on the format that it should have taken, like I was, for example, expecting someone to tell me something or, or some kind of something that I would see or read, or so, I wouldn't have noticed the urge in my body to buy that book even, even though I didn't like the author. She was not my style at all. So... Ask and stay open and notice what's showing up in your body, our bodies, our antennas. I had once the urge to go to Starbucks. I was with my son in the car. I said, oh, I feel like going to this Starbucks. Let's stop. And I got out of the car and went into the Starbucks. And while I was waiting for my Starbucks, talking to my, my son in French, a guy approached me and started talking to me. And I got a Ricky client out of that so start paying attention to where you are and what you feel and what's around you because another way that guidance may show up for you it's called a clitor it's hearing someone else talk that doesn't seem to be directed to you but it's the exact solution to your problem the exact answer I'm going to repeat, you may have heard me say that anecdote, but I'm, I, I tell it a lot in interviews because I love it. When my son was 13, I enrolled him with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, who is a, which is an organization, a non organization in the U.S., to match adults with kids who need a male or female role model, positive one, because they don't have it in their life. So they would match an adult male with a young boy so that they could start identifying to something positive and it helps them and they would build a friendship let's say they didn't have a positive role model for their fathers in their life or the father wasn't there so I enrolled my son when he was 13 and they said you know he's already old Um, there is very little hope that we will find a match because people want younger kids they don't want a 13 year old they don't want a teen I said okay let's do it anyway I didn't hear about it for two years. And one day I was, we were struggling with something serious with my son and I didn't know what to do. I was afraid because the system and the school system is very quick at classifying kids and sending them and deciding that they are not fit for regular school and sending them for kids who misbehave, etc. And I was very scared. And I asked God, I asked the universe, show me, what am I supposed to do? Is it a book? What is it? Two hours later, I remember I was at work. Two hours later, I got a phone call. And that was big brothers, big sisters. And he was already 15, so even less probability for a match. They told me we have a match. And they're still connected to each other they've been for the past two and a half years they've been an amazing match we have so much in common with him our family as far as even background and he works a floor below where i used to work which means sometimes i was seeing him in the elevator after he was matched with my son and we were talking i mean what are the odds of that that's divine intervention that's co-creating that's the universe assisting me so everything is possible don't forget to ask and don't be confused just stay with your mind open believe that the way you ask is okay believe that whatever you're going to end up writing on your paper will give you some insights and maybe it won't do the first time but maybe you'll do the exercise several times stay committed to the process So that's block number two that you're getting out of the way with today's ideas, being confused on how to do it. If you take a step, the universe will meet you. And it will even give you more ideas than I gave you today because there are many others. So I hope it helps. As always, I'm open to feedback. Uh, In the Facebook group, Co-Parenting with the Universe, I'm open to... Getting to know you, interacting. I love, love, love interacting with you. And until we see each other again, go and co-parent with the universe. Have a wonderful experience with it. Mwah! (laughs)